The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our gospel reading for this past Sunday, which was the fourth Sunday after the Epiphany. The Epiphany again, that's the worship of the wise men of, by, of the infant Jesus. We're looking at Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 to 6, where Matthew writes, Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up to a mountainside and sat down. He, his disciples came to him, and he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. My dear friends in Christ, our Lord Jesus began his public ministry, oh, about a year or so before the time of our text. And, and in that year, Jesus had made quite a reputation for himself. There were large crowds of people at this particular time who were following him and wanted to hear him and, well, wanted to see the miracles that he performed. And on this occasion, what happened is that quite a large crowd of people gathered around Jesus. And so what Jesus did is he preached what is called his Sermon on the Mount. And his Sermon on the Mount, it was preached to people who were supposed to be believing children of God. And so he was speaking to them about living their Christian lives. The Sermon on the Mount begins with the Beatitudes and the Beatitudes. Blessed are they that, that's how each of them begins. Blessed are they. And it's talking about, well, a Beatitude, it's a, it's a declaration of, of blessedness, of true happiness. It's not an external happiness, it's the joyfulness of the life and the contentedness that, contentedness that people have who know the grace and love of our Lord Jesus Christ. People who know their eternal salvation in Jesus. The first four of the Beatitudes, which we're looking at today, they deal with our true happiness or true blessedness in our relationship to God. We'll notice, though, that when we see what Jesus says about true blessedness, true happiness, Jesus' definition is not one that really agrees with what the world's definition of true happiness, of true blessedness would be. Well, Jesus says in the first beatitude, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. When he says, blessed are the poor in spirit, he's not talking about those people who are poor in material blessings, in monetary things. He's not thinking about that. The poor in the spirit, that's rather those people who've been called to faith in Jesus the Savior, and they're able to see their sinfulness, to see 
how they are lacking, how they can't keep God's law perfectly. They see their own sinfulness, that they can't save themselves. They know that by themselves there's no reason for them to boast or brag about what they've said or thought or done. Jesus refers to them as such that are poor in the spirit because they know how much they need the Lord. How much they need the Lord. And we'll want to have that same kind of an attitude in our lives, just remembering always how much we need the Lord, how we can't stand on our own. But when we see that we're poor in spirit on our own, then we're blessed. Then we're able to well, join the Apostle Paul in saying, I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature. We who are poor in the spirit, we see our sin. We see what we deserve because of our sins, that we would on our own deserve nothing but God's wrath and punishment. That's what we would know. But then we also know that because of the Lord's grace and mercy, we're so blessed because we have such an amazing Savior. We have such an amazing Savior. And now the second beatitude here is, is closely connected to the first. Jesus says next, Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. We who are poor in spirit, who know we can't keep God's law, we're going to mourn because of the fact that we know that we are the sinners that we are, because we know what we on our own would deserve. We would know that we can't live as God would want us to live. We keep on sinning. We daily sin much, indeed deserve nothing but punishment. But, oh, are we ever comforted as... Jesus says here, by the Holy Spirit who points us to Jesus the Savior, the Holy Spirit also comforts us when he builds us up and strengthens us in our faith. And what the Holy Spirit does is he equips us to live more as God would want us to live. He builds us up, he strengthens us in our faith so that we can live more as the believing children of God that we are. And our greatest comfort comes from the Holy Spirit ultimately when our Lord takes us to heaven. When our Lord takes us to heaven, we'll, when we'll no longer have to mourn over our sinfulness ever again because we'll be eternally separated from sin forever. Jesus said, blessed are the meek for they will inherit the earth. This beatitude is very much, we could say, like the second beatitude. We mourn our sinfulness. We who mourn our sinfulness, we're going to be meek or humble before the Lord because we know we have no reason to be proud. We have no reason to be proud. When Jesus says here that the meek will inherit the earth, what he's really referring to there, of course, is the new heaven and the new earth, the home of believers forever, and ultimately the new heaven and the new earth, that's thinking about, well, heaven in all eternity. He's referring to that place where the Lord will take us when judgment day comes and, and, and he 
says, come and be with me forever in heaven. But he's also reminding us here when he says that we'll inherit the earth, he's telling us that what God is going to do is he's going to take care of us right now. He's going to take care of our needs right now. He gives us what we need to make it through this life and to our eternal home in heaven. And then in the final beatitude in these four, final beatitude in which he's talking about true blessings in our relationship with God, well, Jesus said, Blessed are they who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they will be filled. The hungering and craving that he's talking about here, of those who are poor in spirit, who mourn their sin, who are meek, it, it's directed toward Christ's righteousness, wanting his righteousness, wanting his holiness. And what it's really saying is, blessed are those people who look to God and his word for blessings. Because when we in faith look to God and his word for blessings, then we really are blessed. True happiness or true blessings in our relationship with God is clearly illustrated as you think about the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector that Jesus told. And in that parable, the Pharisee, on the surface, he maybe would have thought he was truly blessed or truly happy because he was boasting about himself and who he was and his life, but he didn't really have true happiness. He wasn't truly blessed. The one who was truly blessed was that tax collector, the one who said, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. He was blessed. He had true lasting happiness from God. He had that because in faith he knew his sinfulness. And in faith he also knew where to look for the solution, the answer to the problem of his sin. He looked to the Lord for help. He had true blessings in his relationship with God. And, you know, that's true of us as well. That's true of us as well because our God, he says to us, yeah, you're a sinner, but you're forgiven. You're a child of God. You're going to heaven all because of Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for making us blessed in our relationship to you. We can see our sin. We know what we deserve because of our sins. But you've also revealed to us the solution to our sin in Jesus. Help us always to see the true blessings we have in our relationship to God because we see our sin and also and especially our Savior, the solution. We pray in his name, amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.